0: No More Dry Places. This is a short teaching coming from Acts Password podcast and it's going to strengthen us in the area of prayer. And it came to me in that posture of prayer and as I was praying, making intercession and praying a prayer of supplication for other people, the Spirit of the Lord spoke so strongly in my heart and said pray against the dry places or pray that the dry places receive water. And what does this mean? Now this is Uh, prophetic in nature and like we all know uh, most prophetic utterances or prophetic uh, uh, operation they come like in form of pictures and that's why prophet they see so when you see picture but those things need to be interpreted in order for it to be applicable to our lives the old testament for instance was written in hebrew and in in the hebrew uh, or the jewish tradition they do a lot of um, speaking in pictures okay so this is coming that the, the word dry places is like a prophetic word. So it doesn't really mean the literal dry place, but in the Spirit, it means areas that need water. And of course, water, again, is another a form of picture. The water stands for the Holy Spirit, and it also stands for the Word of God. And many times we, when we read through scriptures, we we'll see these things interchangeably. So the Holy Spirit, we, we call it water according to john chapter 4 and then you can also find that in john chapter 7 and then in other places it's talking about the holy spirit and so we're going to interchangeably use this to mean the water of the the word of god and the water of the power of the holy spirit and so why did the spirit of god point my eyes to the dry places you know when trials come, like repeatedly back to back to back, or some people are under what we call possession or oppression of the enemy, then it could be traced to areas of dry places. Dry places are the place where enemies or demons or the, uh, the, the power of the enemy concentrate or like a storage for the for the power of darkness and this we can trace it to in Matthew chapter 12 from verse 43 I read from the amplified version he said now when the unclean spirit has gone out of a man it roams through waterless or dry arid places in search of rest but it does not find it then it says I will return to my house from which I came and when it arrives it finds the place Unoccupied, swept, and put in order. Then it goes and brings with it seven other spirits with uh, more wicked than itself, and they go in and make their home there. And the last condition of that man becomes worse than the first. So, so it will also be with this wicked generation. So here Jesus was making a, a, a teaching the people here, and he made a profound statement concerning these dry places. And so, uh, a lot of times people take it to mean, you know, the they, they actually look into this only when they are doing deliverance for people or praying for people against oppression or possession of the enemy. But in a general sense of faith, we can look at it this way that Jesus is drawing our attention to something very important. Dry places are those places where the enemy hover around. They don't particularly possess in, in like do their possession there or live there but they just stay around looking for whom to devour so when they find a home of who to go and destroy or to try or to possess then they go there and then they possess the person but meanwhile in this area where it seems to be a dry place it means it's lacking the word of god this place lack the word of god it lacks the power of god And so the enemy can reside there and be hovering around. And then when we read the account in Matthew chapter eight from verse twenty-eight concerning the man that was demon possessed, you can also find this in Mark chapter five. And I'm going to, you know, join both of them together. So in the account in Mark chapter five, Jesus Christ uh, got to that man, and the Bible says that he commanded the the he he wanted to cast out the demon from the demonic uh, possessed man, and he pleaded with Jesus, say, please don't cast. It we allow us to go into the swine instead. And the same thing happened in that Matthew chapter 8. Then, So Jesus Christ just said, go. He permitted them and he said, go. So when he said, go, then these demons in Mark uh, chapter 5, it actually specified the number that the demons were because he asked the man, what is your name? And he said, legion, legion, meaning many. And the Bible further um, illustrated that there were about two thousand demons in that man. So you see, it's a storage place. It's like that mad man there was carrying the demon that was so responsible for even the whole city, because the deliverance that Jesus brought to this man was not just to him, but he wanted to deliver a whole city. And when you read further again, you discover that the city connected to this environment was about like ten cities. So the demons and and the, the power of darkness that has been troubling these people has been coming from this man, as it were, that was housing these demons. So Jesus wanted to do a deliverance, not just for him, but for a whole city. And Jesus, of course, his word is life and his power. So when he said to the demon uh, and said, "Go," the demon ran into the swine, and the swine ran into the ocean. The ocean here, or the sea, can also signify the power of God. So the there is water here, abundant of water, abundance, abundant of the power of God. And when demons are cast into this environment, they don't survive. So the ocean here standing for the water of the word of God and the power of the holy spirit so when jesus spoke of course the swine and every creature listens to the voice of jesus and they, they go in that direction so jesus intention was to deliver to set free and he, whom that the son of man set free is free indeed so jesus don't do half and half deliverance; he does a perfect job so as soon as he spoke to this the to the demon they went enter the swine and then ran madly into the ocean and they were were drowned and the man was set free and the whole city marveled and when you read down again you discover the man wanted to follow Jesus. Jesus said no this deliverance is for your own people so go back and let them see you and let them see the power of God that has been at work and the, the revival started in that whole city. So what am I trying to bring out here? I'm trying to say that many times we are praying for a situation and many times it's not working or as soon as that thing is over another thing is coming then there might be dry places around that needs to be watered. And as the word of God, like you said, and how about God that in, the glory of the knowledge of, of the Lord will cover the whole earth as the water covered the sea. That also signifies that the power of God, the spirit of God, even in these last days is a, is the only solution to the dark world, to the darkness around, to the operations of the devil. So the more we speak the word of God and the more we pray in our spirit, the more water we generate. And this you can also see in Ezekiel chapter 47, talking about the water that was flowing from the temple, and today we are the temple of the Spirit of God, and the water of life flows from us. John 4 says, For out of uh, John 7 says, Out of the uh, belly shall flow rivers of living water. And then uh, Jesus, talking to the woman of Samaria, he said, The water I will give to you, that water you will drink it, you will never taste again, because it's going to become in you a well of water springing into everlasting life. So now you are the temple of the Spirit of God, and the water of God resides in you, and out of your mouth it flows. The Bible says the door of the temple in Ezekiel uh, chapter 47 is where the water started flowing from. And wherever this water got to, everything around it that should live, lived. And everything that shouldn't live will die. So just as a swine cannot survive in the water that Jesus said, cast them into, they were drowned. That is how your problem become drowned. That is how the power of the enemy becomes drowned in that water. And that same water that they are drowning in, you can swim in it. Because in Ezekiel chapter 47... He points us to a point where the water flows so much that the man couldn't cross it, but he started swimming in it. And because we can survive in that environment, we will swim in the power of God, and that is where our victory becomes constant. And also, talking about when Jesus Christ was speaking to the disciples, when he says, Increase our faith. And in Luke chapter 17, he said, If you have faith like a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, Be plucked out from here and be cast in to the sea. The sea again meaning you know the power of God. So the tree cannot survive in the ocean. So when you speak the word of God, he addresses that situation, plucks it out and put it in the power of God and put it because of the word of God that you have released by your spoken word. So today, let us know that as we pray, as we pray in your spirit, you are generating power as it were water is flowing out of your belly. So it is very important for believers to pray in their spirit and alongside to continue to confess the word of God. So I've brought out and I made a list of a little confession that we can make on daily basis and I I can advise you to, to do the same, write out some scriptures or write out some confession, it's not just positive talking, this is the word of God, write them out in a place that you can see and clearly read it. So as you read it and believe it, you are making tremendous power available and you are producing the water of the world to water you and to water everything around you and to water everything even those people you are praying for you release this word for them enough water that can swim in that no devil will have any dry place around them to survive no one that david said in psalm that the righteous that is planted by the riverside will flourish like the tree by the riverside. The river here, meaning the power of God again, or meaning the word of God. So you see, anywhere water is mentioned, there is the flourishing at the banks for those things that need water. Okay, And those things that don't need water to survive, or those things that can are not supposed to live in water, they die away. And these are the powers of the enemy. They can survive in the power of God and the presence of the word of God so they die away. So today, release more water. Make power available. As you speak more, just speak the word of God. Believe it and speak it, and water will be available. And that water, by the washing of the water, by the word, the Bible says in Ephesians 5, we are clean. You will continually be clean. There will be no dryness. There will be no pollution around you, and the devil will have no hold anymore on you. So I pray you'll have a constant uh, victorious life. That victory that Jesus has given you, you continue to live in it. Jesus Christ came to set us free and we are free indeed. That whole city was set free and they will start prospering without even knowing that are, uh, are, their problem has been that devil that the enemy has been harboring in that dry, arid place. But I pray today that God, the deliverance he has given you is for sure. If you're a man being, Christ is a new creation. You are a new creation. You have been delivered from the power of darkness. You have been translated from that darkness into his marvelous light. So stay in light and continue to generate power by the word of God and by the spirit of God. So God bless you richly today. No more dry places. You'll continue to flourish in Jesus name. Amen.